As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden. Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people and the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert. Anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, coastofmaine.com. Every single person really truly does, like every single person. There's not one person that doesn't have it, have the power within themselves to receive all of the cosmic wisdom. And again, I emphasize our presence is enough. And I say this because we feel like we need to chase something, we need to prove something. I feel like I always kind of felt, okay, I need to be this in order to be accepted. I need to have this in my life in order for people to think I'm worth it. Now let the magic begin.
Hello and Jai Ma, Jai Ma Yomis, it's Raquel and thank you all for the birthday love. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, this family, this tribe is probably the most loving and most amazing and so open and just very big hearted and it's really exciting to see that there are beautiful souls out there that do really care. <laughs> about just people and I feel like everybody who is attracted to this very niche of a podcast are here to do something to influence people in a way no matter the number of people it is they're here because you're someone who just happens to whether you are aware of it or not really influence people in a way that honestly you probably can't even fathom just simply by being and with that because this universe really wants to expand the consciousness of others to save mama mama earth here along with the other variety of reasons um you just happen to be someone that may affect people every person every single person and individual makes a difference in everything we do and so I have no idea where I went off with this. I don't know how I got onto this tangent. I'm honestly just rolling with it. I pressed record. I took out my mic, meditated, tapped in or allowed my guides to use me as a vessel to help me share whatever message they'd like me to deliver. And here I am, open and going with the flow. So you know what? Maybe you needed to hear that. Maybe you needed to know that you are somebody that has a great influence more than you probably even know and so you just living it you don't have to preach it you don't have to definitely actually don't want to try to change people because that is most likely going to backfire but you just being you and being true and being raw and being honest and being vulnerable with being human but also choosing to dive into this spiritual path or just learn more about this universe that is well beyond all of our physical existence that is indeed going to either plant a seed or just inspire someone to go full force and take it on and so like I said every individual counts and thank you for being somebody who is open at this time and it's amazing to think imagine what's going to be like in 2020 or 2022 because people are now, a lot of skeptics are now perhaps, you know, still skeptical, which is fine. And honestly, I mean, most all of us are skeptical of a lot of things at first for certain things. I definitely am much more open now and I'm like, oh yes, that makes sense. That makes sense. But you know, I'm not gonna lie. There have been things that don't resonate, but for the, the skeptics out there that are pretty much skeptical about everything or think that all of this is a bit crazy, well, I've noticed that they're even just starting to simply accept that this might be a perspective in people's worlds and there might be some truth to it. That's actually really exciting, the fact that there's even a slight shift because the more we care to tap into this and bring more love into other people's lives, I mean, <laughs> the more we find out about our truth in our soul, like if everybody was conscious and cared about Mama Earth and the animals and Mama Nature and themselves and their soul, all the beautiful things, I mean, ugh, it's a domino effect, you know? 
It might not happen in this lifetime of ours, but hopefully it happens before it's too late. So again, thank you. <laughs> and now I do want to do a really quick Yomi re review of the week, though we've had one of the week, so this one is for part two, but I just thought this was so sweet. I love it. I'm 14 and I have listened to every episode. I had so much anxiety about school, worrying that I'm not good enough or smart enough. I had very low self-esteem. I judge myself, my body, and my abilities. This podcast has truly helped me so much. It has positively shaped my way of thinking. I'm much happier and I'm at peace with myself. I'm liberated. Oh my gosh. At 14. Yes! This makes me so happy. Absolutely amazing. I wish I knew your name. Thank you so much for, for sharing this. And this is just a reminder that what is being shared here is helping people <laughs> at all ages, especially at that age where honestly it's so delicate. And if you start to tune into your power at 14, just I can't even fathom where you're going to be in your 20s. It's beautiful, and I'm so excited for your journey. Thank you so much for being a listener. Much, much love for you. And of course, I also want to thank Brie Brie for giving, Brie Melanson that is, or Melanson, <laughs> for gifting the Soul Tribe 10% off any of her courses when you go to briemelanson.com using the promo code MAGIC. She's the one that co-hosts the first retreat with me and she'll be co-hosting the Sedona retreat with me. And her tools are so powerful. It's amazing what gold that she is sitting on, what she is channeling. I'm not just saying that because she's my co-host for retreats and one of my really, really good friends. No, her work I have seen with my own two eyes. It truly helped transform people and allow them to tune into their souls hear their guides, feel their guides, experience their guides in their own way, and get so much clarity on whatever their questions have been in life and clear energetic blockages that they felt were holding them back. It's amazing. So she has her psychic boot camp, which is an extensive 10-week course, and she has her soul sculpting course, which is another 10-week program that is designed to get you into deep connection with your soul, of course, and actually tune in and feel and hear that alignment with your higher self. And she has her belief reprogramming, which of course, it's really our subconscious beliefs, which of course, the power, knowing how to reprogram the beliefs that come up, that's what I really work on. I see something that I or I feel something or I, I experience something that triggers me in a way where I recognize, oh, this is something that I believe about myself or about this situation. And I know on a soul level, not true. So I want to, you know, go in there and change it. And I have the tools now too. And there are so many, but Brie has this for you. So again, go to Brie Melanson com and click on courses and enter the promo code magic at checkout and also i have on the your own magic website there are a plethora of guided meditations and 
a lot of journalings and other spiritual practices to really learn how to tune in with your soul, especially in times where the energy is very heightened, such as during the full moon and new moon. So this is just an online service I provide. I'm also open to suggestions. And if it's something that I feel called to do, I will do, but I'm really excited to be sharing soon something that has come through me um, that will be for the Soul Tribe exclusive site that I have an inkling of a feeling it's for the wild souls out there that want to get deeper. So yeah, that's for life. That's up there. You don't have to pay per month. You're good. One time purchase now. <laughs> and again, I will be interweaving the remainder of the beautiful souls who shared a message from their soul at the retreat. And I'm excited to answer more of your questions. I'm going to do some more Facebook and then work my way to the Instagram. So without further ado, because that was a lot of ado, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with me and you, <laughs> the soul tribe. We'll start with something pretty light. So this one is from Mallory Joy, and she asks, where haven't you been yet that is at the top of your list and why? She actually has a few questions, so I'll just go one by one. So where have I not been yet? Okay, so I know when I am being called to go somewhere, there are three ways. There are three ways that my guides tell me. One way is they present the land in my dreams. And some sort of magical way that entices me to go there. Two, they deliver some sort of sign. So perhaps they want me to see the word of the place or just objects or people that symbolize that land. Maybe someone from that country invites me or multiple people from that country invite me, which is happening. Three, it's just a knowing someone will say or bring it up in conversation maybe and it's just like oh i'm i'm i need to go there basically they make it abundantly clear in a variety of ways and i'm like okay 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 we'll make it happen let's do this well you make it happen you will land something and you know i'll go with your flow so make it happen <laughs> thank you <laughs> but it doesn't mean i mean honestly obviously i want to go pretty much everywhere in the world but you know I also want to really immerse myself in that culture. So though I have been to a lot of places in the past four years, I also take my time in those places. And that's why I don't really consider myself a resident of anywhere because I just travel. I would pretty much live out of Airbnbs because I just keep feeling called to go to all these different places or revisit places. Right now, Mama Hawaii has been calling me back. So I'll be headed to Hawaii at some point. Mama Bali, I always just feel her. That one's an inner knowing. But one that surprised me was Italy. I had never really, I mean, yeah, of course. Italy would be amazing. And who doesn't love good Italian food? But it just wasn't really at the top of my list ever. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm the only person <laughs> where it wasn't the top of my list. Yet... I 
I've been, I haven't dreamt about it, but I've been seeing the signs everywhere for Italy. It's been brought up in so many conversations or people heading that way for their own spiritual, soulful purposes. And I've actually had about three invites from people that live in Italy to go stay with them. (laughs) Which I'm like, okay. So clearly, Italy is inviting me to go there for whatever reason. And I don't know the reason, but I'm going to follow it. And Los Angeles, Sedona, Peru, and Africa are two. It will probably be 2020 or whatever divinely aligns. I don't know. I'm pretty open and go with the flow. And I know for a fact that this happens for you too when a land is calling you, yet most people don't recognize that they're being invited and don't listen and shut themselves off to it. But now that you're aware of this, listen and see which place is calling you just from your inner knowing or your dreams or seeing the symbols everywhere or being actually invited there. And then she says, Mallory asks, what astrological trait do you feel best embodies your personality? For example, I'm very ambivalent and I'm a Gemini. Okay, you know what, that I've been totally just embracing unabashedly is the fact that, yeah, I'm a Leo and I'm full of big love, big shining love, stinking love that, you know, some people can handle that are open to it, some people can't, and that is okay. Um, I used to feel bad that, you know, because if people were closed off by it, Who knows what their own personal reason is, but it would also make me feel kind of bad because, you know, that's, that's me. Why can't you accept me? (laughs) I would take it personally if they wouldn't reciprocate my love. And you know what? Now I realize that (laughs) that's part of their journey, their experience, their own projections if they are very judgmental towards it. Or if they have a block up, that's just, you know, their block and their experience. It really is not personal. And we don't really need to take anything personally, to be honest. And so now I just let them be without that attachment of needing to be accepted by them if they're not open to it. It's all good. Sometimes it can suck for a second. And then you remember that's just your mind that is holding on to this. But your soul is so fine and so okay because... You're fucking awesome. (laughs) So, yeah, big love, I would say. That's why I freaking also love all of you. (laughs) And perhaps because you said ambivalent, you're looking for me to answer one of my traits that has more of a negative connotation. Well, you know what? I'll just answer many. So, Leos, if we are not aligned with our true selves, our true nature, so in our minds... For most of us, we can be pretty egotistic, we can be pretty dominating, we can be impatient, we can be somewhat arrogant and self-centered, so that is part of the Leo's shadow, and yet then we can feel the exact, When you, if you can feel that side of yourself, you can also feel the exact opposite, and being able to really live and experience in that and stepping outside of this egoic way, which only brings more pain than joy, is so liberating and so freeing and you become more magnetic, which is what 
deep down the Leo wants anyways is to just be magnetic. That's why they can be so egoic. But when you can step outside of that ego state, you truly actually become magnetic. It's amazing. <laughs> I think the most important message that I would have to share from this whole experience is that you have all the answers within you. You just need to trust the answers within you. And it really is that simple. Like you just have to trust. And a message I got earlier today was to know God is to trust and to trust is to know. So don't, don't doubt that. Just know. And that is trusting. I feel so blessed to be here, honestly, and to finally meet you. I've listened to so many episodes, <laughs> and they've helped me through some, like, rough times or provided clarity or tools. Uh, so it's truly a gift, and thank you for sharing your light and your voice with all of us. Yeah. Um, so I've been psychic my entire life. Uh, it's just recently, though, through some series of events that I've really tapped in and used it to help others. And I've really accepted it for a long time. I've, like, fought it. And it's just been recently, maybe the past three years. Yeah. My name is Larissa. Um, you can follow me at Leaf Eater Larissa on Instagram. And then you can um, book a psychic reading with me through Facebook. Um, and it's called Readings by Larissa. That's the handle for that. Or you can just search Larissa Hawkins. Yeah. All right, Alyssa Hostler. She's got a two-parter that she said are not really related. At the end of the day, what called you out of the addiction? The self-sabotage, the negative thought loop, downward spiral. For me, it was when I heard my soul say, maybe in another life, I can have what my soul desires. And I whipped around and said, nope, this stops here. This is such a good question. I think the hardest part of going through it was being blinded to the fact that there, it's even possible that a glimmer of light could exist, could come my way, could shine on me. Yet, I know my guides were always delivering little pockets of light in some way that would just light me, like talking on the podcast and talking, connecting with those very powerful guests. I just always knew and felt that that was part of my soul's mission, and so I'm going to keep doing it <laughs> no matter what state I'm at because it lights me. And so I think after so much of light started to accumulate, let's say you're in a dark tin can and then every little beam of light comes through and it stays there and it comes through a hole, opens up a hole to the light. You feel the light and after so many pockets of light, even if they're all spaced out widely apart, you start to see more light than you do the darkness inside that tin can. That lightness became just the awareness that this really is going to pass. And I do need to have this human experience for my soul's expansion and growth, especially since I have accumulated so much spiritual wisdom from books, from listening to podcasts and audible books and gurus, and yet though I had 
experienced a good amount of that in life to understand it. I had an experience to the depth of what I know now that honestly I would not ever take it back. So I knew that this was happening for a greater reason than me being a victim to it. So honestly, once that awareness really, really, truly sank in, because I always knew it on a surface level, but when it really hit me, that was when things really started to take a turn because I felt my power coming back. And then I just let her back in (laughs) so she can let herself out. And then Alyssa, she has a message that she wants to share about cleaning the oceans in Maui and embracing minimalism. And she has zero waste practices that you can follow along at Zero Waste Maui Facebook page. So yeah, she says that she wanted to share this shameless plug. I love it. I love it. Anything for mama. We can always plug something for our mama ocean. And she has one Yomi on the team too. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Much mahalo to you too, Alyssa. I love you. Oh, my name is Courtney, and I live in San Francisco. I guess I would say from this fabulous retreat that you put together, which I will have endless gratitude for, is to, there's no finish line with the work. Like, I've been doing some subconscious reprogramming from looking at things from childhood and things from my teenage years, and there is no finish line. So as long as you have that expectation that there isn't one, then, you know, it, it'll be at peace with that. So you just continue to, like, expand, expand, expand. And I also had the misfortune of stepping into a very deep pothole that was deep into the ground. But I feel like Mama Bali pulled me down to teach me to work on slowing down and taking things in. Because I'm super quick to, like, be somewhere and then put it on Instagram and be like, I'm here, I'm here. But, like, maybe just not put everything on Instagram. (laughs) Like, just slow down and just have maybe, like, something sacred for myself. So, it's a never-ending life lesson. Jessica Smith. Jessica asks... Does each full moon have a purpose, or can you just go with what you feel like its purpose is in terms of you? This one, as in this moon, I was the most compelled to give myself an energetic reading, and it was perfect. It truly was, and I felt more of a release than typically. Does that mean this moon coincides with something in my birth chart, or just a more centered sense of intuition and alignment? Hope that makes sense. Laugh my ass off with a laughing ass off emoji. (laughs) Jessica, oh, I love this question because I feel you, sister. Yes, there are going to be a lot of descriptions of what this moon is about and each description will resonate maybe fully or just maybe to an extent clearly yes you do have in fact it sounds like you already know it's just you're asking for the confirmation 
do you have a more centered sense of intuition and alignment because you feel that you instead of seeking the external knowledge of what this moon means you just energetically felt it within hell yeah and honestly you might have seasons where you want to know what is going on with the moon for the collective and to go read what you know intuitives have to say about it and there are going to be some moons where you're just going to be like you know what I don't care what anyone else has to say this is what's going on with me and usually it actually it's in harmony with each other it's congruent with each other I notice what the descriptions out there they're all somewhat similar just maybe different languaging and energetically slightly different depending on your sign the more you honestly just tune into the moon I've had many moons where I'm just doing my own thing and I haven't read one external source but I do also love to see what other intuitives have to say at times too because their connection that they've built with this cosmic force is very powerful and they do have a lot to share and deliver to help us along our path too so if you feel like you want to connect with the vibration that another is sharing, then do. But if you feel, if you had this, what you just said, your own energetic reading and you felt a such a powerful release, I mean, perhaps you'll do that the next moon or maybe you'll do it again in three full moons. So yeah, of course, they all have their own purpose. Each season has their own purpose. But no matter what, intuitively, we'll always know what the season is about when we tune in. One other benefit is when we do tap into the vibration of these intuitives that are extremely energetically connected with the moon. For example, Spirit Daughter, who I've had on this podcast, or Danielle Page, um, probably Lacey Phillips. They always provide something that really nourishes our soul and we can, and it does give us some greater insights and confirmation of these inner knowings that we really did know yet reading it or having someone else give us that confirmation out loud um, just reaffirms everything and helps us walk into that experience more confidently and with more awareness whether the experience is a great thing or not a great thing and that gives us more compassion so in either sense you're good (laughs) There's really no wrong way, no right way. My name is Brooke Lippert. I'm from California. You can find me on Instagram at Brooke with four E's mm-hmm. underscore 13. I love it. <laughs> I want to thank Raquel and Bree for all their hard work putting this amazing once in a lifetime experience together for me. I have made deep soulful connections with everyone here and my soul has been calling out for that for a long time. Raquel, you are such a beautiful goddess. I I admire your femininity and your courage in your heart. This past week, I have learned how to create my own magic. Take time throughout your day, every day, to quiet your mind and allow your soul to speak to you. Listen, let it guide you and watch as the magic unfolds in front of your eyes. So a couple of people asked about what I'm manifesting. 
Katie Serbeck. She wrote, I would love to hear what you're trying to manifest lately if it's not too personal to share. And Rina Arcata asks, what are your visions for your future and where do you want to expand? What are your biggest dreams? I want to hear all about your vision for your future self. Uh, I appreciate the curiosity. Um, I'm always kind of curious too. And I've learned something recently that I'm really embracing and it's a deep, deep knowing yeah, I had great clarity about this, is that the way my energetic signature works. So we all have different energetic signatures. It's a deep intuitive knowing that my guides gave me great clarity on. A lot of times when I would express my manifestations, my inner voice would be like, shh, shh, kind of like try to silence me, but I would still just not really listen. I would kind of ignore its signs, its whispers to... Yeah, allow me to keep that within for a bit. I don't know what the reasoning is. I've learned that my energetic signature is slightly different. And when it comes to most manifestations, I should not share them right away. It depends on what it is. Um, like, for example, I'm manifesting right now the Sedona retreat, but that's for the collective and I'm reaching out for you guys. That's different. But there are certain other manifestations which still do involve your own magic and you and also just me personally that I apparently am supposed to keep within. Otherwise, I mean, I'll still get them, but I'll be taking the scenic route. <laughs> and, you know, I just life life is long, yet it's short. And I feel like I've got a lot to cram in this life for living my soul's purpose of really living this human experience so I gotta get on it can't delay it <laughs> anymore you know how uh, Lacey talks about Lacey Phillips she talks about specific manifestors and non-specific manifestors well I feel through my experience is that there are sharer manifestors and non-sharer manifestors so those who are more than welcome to share and those who should not share, they need to keep it sacred for whatever reason between their guidance team as, yes, we all are one and we're all in this together, but individually we do have individual soul missions. And so for whatever reason, maybe because this is what I saw and it might sound crazy, which is fine. I mean, what this, which podcast of mine hasn't been? Thankfully, I'm not a normal person, um, but this is how I see it. So there are people like Charlie who are specific manifestors, and there are, he's also a sharer. So when he shares something, it manifests. Me, I notice that every time I share something, even when it's with just one or two people, it either doesn't happen or it just hasn't happened yet, or it did happen, but it took a long time. And so I've learned that when I get excited about something and I want to be like, oh, I'm doing this, guys, other things begin to interfere with it really fast energetically. So I have an energetic signature that when I do say it out loud, a lot of things will come in the way to interfere it so it doesn't happen. I don't know who's blocking it, what's blocking it, but I've noticed that every time I do share it, that it takes a long time. And the bummer is, is that pretty much everything I want to manifest 
I've shared, but I think that there are a couple things. I'm going to actually test it more to see like maybe with smaller things. If I just don't share it, keep it only to myself and my guidance team, then see what happens. So right now I'm not sharing anything because what really resonates is for me to keep it sacred within for this individual's human experience. I love that you guys asked about it just so I could share that. So uh, my name is Renuka Adhav, and I'm from Orlando, Florida. Uh, and my Instagram handle is Renuka, R-E-N-U-K-A, with another A, 871. And um, I took a chance on myself to come out here, my first time solo traveling experience, and um, really just embrace Bali and and also just take a chance on myself and do something wonderful like coming to Raquel and Breeze retreat with your own magic and it really has just opened up my heart so much and um, as an artist like it has just really expanded what I can possibly do and the block that I was going through initially back in Orlando and like for the past couple of years has really kind of just broken down through this experience and through the exercises that we've been doing and the journaling and and the experiences that we've shared with the with our housemates here and not only that but Raquel and Bree they are the most most comforting souls that I've met um it just felt at ease to talk with both of them and really just have heart-to-heart -heart conversations where you feel like you can get your questions answered and it's it's like you're talking to like I I would want to say like it's like one of your closest friends like it's easy and it's natural and that's how it should be and I felt I felt all I felt was love here I felt like I felt at peace, at ease, and these women are wonderful, and it's just great to have a wonderful tribe that you're just hanging out with and doing exercises with and going out on excursions with, and and you're waking up in paradise every single morning, and it's all just been super beautiful. Parnia Razi. Parnia asks, how do you stay grounded and practice mindfulness during the most busy and challenging times of your life? When it's easiest to let go of mindfulness, how do you keep yourself together and feel like you again? Ooh, such a good question because I think that when we are in those busy and chaotic states and we tell ourselves, ooh, I need to do something mindful right now to calm down and what tool what tool we'll think what tools should we use what tools should we should i reach for to calm my mind down um that can also be quite weighted that pressure to even just have to pull out a spiritual ritual or tool that will keep you grounded and when you are living a very busy life a chaotic schedule which i have been there before that was actually one of the things that really ignited my passion and interest for a spiritual lifestyle because collecting myself away from the noise 
shifted so much within where I felt better because I was simply aligning with a higher vibration, though I wasn't aware of it at the time. But in this space, I was able to see other people wearing so much weight of the busyness and chaos of the day that I felt so strongly to help them calm as well. Simply, when I look back, because I didn't know all these different tools, but I did know one thing, and I think this is the only thing everybody needs to know, because even me, if I feel a lot of anxiety coming because I have a lot I need to do, step away. Find a space in solitude, whether it is your room, whether it's a bathroom stall, whether it's your car, whether it's behind a tree, (laughs) wherever it is, honestly, there's only one tool for anything. Forget all the other stuff. Spiritual rituals are wonderful. Trust me. I love them. I'm going to exaggerate and say I live for them, but the one thing that will always calm you and completely shift your mood, shift your frequency, raise your vibration is your breath and being open to its power. Take a deep, deep breath. Quick example of something that often happens when someone is first consciously taking their breath is that their mind is still hyper aware of the tension that is going on. So their breaths are rather shallow and short and quick. Yet at least the seed is planted for them to actually take a deep breath eventually and just relish in it. The importance of relishing in that deep breath is very important to its magic. Relish in the moment and think, okay, I'm here. My breath is my power right now, my tool. And I'm going to relish in this moment allow everything else to flow away. I'll come back to that in a few minutes, but right now is my time and I'm going to take a few deep breaths and really set that intention for yourself. Perhaps you want to just at first close your eyes, allow the outside thoughts to simply flow away for a bit and let them know you will come back to them later. They need that reminder, otherwise they don't want to leave. And then... Begin to take a deep inhale, perhaps on the count of four. And then exhale, release. And allow whatever sensations you may be feeling to resonate. Some of you who decided to do that with me, Ask yourself if you feel a shift within. One breath helps plenty, but I recommend to do to do at least three deep, mindful breaths. When those thoughts that floated away decide to enter back in, you can see them more clearly with a grander perspective, with a greater perspective, and more detached way which is very empowering. So I hope that helps, Parnia. Your breath is so powerful because you're so powerful.
Oh, and my name is Sarah. <laughs> um, my Instagram is at Sarah Lucchetti, no H, S-A-R-A-L-U-C-H-E-T-T-I. I can't believe that the retreat was only five days. I feel as though so much has happened, so many shifts have occurred, and every single person here has evolved into a newer, stronger, wiser version of themselves. And even going back to that, it's more so they stepped into that version of themselves, the, the version of themselves that they've always wanted to be, but have been so afraid of becoming. Um, and I feel like that's the perfect word to segue into my own personal experience is becoming, becoming exactly who I am and who I was supposed to be, awakening to the light and truth of my being. Um, and with Raquel and Bree, it's been nothing but a perfect balance I believe, um, between the two of them. Um, I have no words. Sometimes I just have no words to explain um, what this experience was. I feel like I'm feeling so many emotions, all great emotions as well. Um, my experience has its, had its highs and lows, um, but I don't even look at it like that because it was through those highs and lows that I was able to grow and have the experience that I had today of really becoming one with myself and the divinity of everything around me. And I wouldn't have had this without this retreat. Brianna Marie Collage. Brianna writes, best writing tools. Like I mean to help clear the mind and write. My mind has been so crazy with moving and surgery, and when I sit down to write, I feel empty because my brain's buzzing too much. Brianna, that last question that I just answered, do that before you're writing. And then pick up that pen and write whatever weirdness, whatever wildness, whatever randomness comes to mind. It does not have to be poetic, profound, it doesn't have to be worthy of becoming a New York Times bestseller. Allow all that pressure to float away and simply just write anything, any word that comes to mind. When I feel a block, I will just start to write random stuff about how much I'm craving a latte with some coconut milk and stevia. It would be really nice to take a dip in the pool. Why in the world did that cashier give me that look today? Why do I even care? There is no reason to care. Plus, maybe they're projecting. Maybe I'm projecting. for, And then you just go on and on about the randomness that is coming to mind. And eventually, perhaps something profound might come out. And it might come, not come out the very first time. It might come out after a few tries. But there will be magic that appears. And at least you showed yourself and the universe that you're overcoming this block of not allowing yourself to write. So you've got this, Brianna. I know you do. <laughs> Much love for you. Before I came on this retreat, I always thought like, oh, Raquel's so cool and I wonder what she's like and you're exactly how I would imagine. <laughs> Just like my best friend right off the bat. It was amazing. 
But what I could say for the other Yomis who didn't get to come, they need to know that the sense of belonging and your tribe is here. It's with us. Even if you're not here physically, we're all together. We're all one. Like, oh, I feel it. I got chills right now. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, your tribe is out there. What's that? Our tribe. Yes, our tribe is out there. You just need to open yourself up. And they're there. And they're loving. And you'll feel like you belong. Yeah, okay. Um, my name's Sarah Ann. And I'm from Vancouver, Canada. And Bali has been amazing. I highly recommend you coming here. And uh, yeah, I'm a jeweler. I'm still kind of figuring out what I'm doing with that though. Uh, but definitely this retreat has given me quite some insight on that. And if you feel like following me on Instagram, you totally can. It's um, at Eliotarian, E-L-L-I-O. T-T-A-R-I-A-N <laughs> I love you so much. At by Emily Michelle. She was the first Instagram question, so she's going to be the first one here. And then I'll probably just jump around. Emily asks... Everything going completely south as soon as everything's about to fall into place. Universe message. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. So, this is what the universe likes to do sometimes. <laughs> it seems to be a common pattern when something great is about to happen and then a bomb hits and it feels like the ground has been ripped from under you sucks <laughs> but when you listen and you notice that this is just you can consider it a test in a sense I hate to say the universe is testing you because it's more so the more depth you experience in a situation the more rewarded you would feel you'll feel and so getting past whatever this is knowing it will pass having the awareness to know what you're learning from this and taking those actions that your gut is telling you to, that your soul is telling you to, that you just know would be best for the situation versus the tempting ones that may seem like they're going to give you instant results or instant gratification or instant success or something instead of following the tempting ones to get you out of the situation to just go with whatever you feel, whatever you know is best for you, then it will all end up unfolding in a magical, magical way that honestly you can't even fathom. It might be in a super random way too. And yes, there might be a long period where it just, it feels flat or it feels dark, but that's only to give you that depth so that that thing that you're calling in, when you do finally receive it, it's even that much more rewarding and magical. And you are a stronger influence in it too. I hope that helps with whatever your situation was, Emily. 
So to start with, I just want to show my appreciation and my gratitude that I was invited to come work on this retreat um, and meet such beautiful women in a place that is so alive and vibrant and challenging, but in a very, very, very strong and powerful way um, that's necessary for growth. I'm walking away today with with a lot. I've always loved love, <laughs> and I've always um, really felt like I had a lot of it to give and was open to receive a lot. And even coming from that background, I am floating. Like, I got to experience a, a moment today where <laughs> all there was truly was love. Nothing else existed. No past, no trauma, no, no drama. No strings attached, just pure awareness and pure love. Um, and I don't know if I would have gotten to that space or that place without this retreat, without the guidance of Raquel and um, Brie. They held such amazing space. And the women that were on the retreat were just, oh. <laughs> um, so again, I, I bow to to the ladies here um, who made it happen. I bow to the divinity, which is love. I'm humbled and honored. You're my sister for sure. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I know, it's really weird. Um, there's like 10 posts and I've had it for like 10 years. <laughs> um, but I'm Lindsay. My Instagram name is Lil, the under score thing um and baby gaby b-a-b-y g-a-b-y yeah that's me on the social media <laughs> you'll see lots of pictures of my ashram sedietan yeah i live at an ashram in texas um yeah raquel that's how raquel and i met you guys probably know this but yeah sedietan spiritual church it's in Wyndham, texas two hours north of dallas it's some good stuff some good deep soul stuff so i recommend it uh, yeah, if you want to go deep and have your ego, like, really poked at, <laughs> come party. <laughs> you know, not really, but yeah. Bells Anderson asks, am I seeing repeated numbers for a reason or because I'm unconsciously looking for them? Well, kind of both. <laughs> So on a scientific level, when you make a note to your subconscious mind or you hear something about a specific number, apparently on a scientific level, some psychologists say that we are simply experiencing confirmation bias where we're just searching for the numbers that subconsciously we want to see. And so from our peripheral or something, um, we'll see it and we'll look at it and we'll make a grand gesture of it and our subconscious mind reads that and wants to show us that action again um, for that confirmation bias, which makes sense. Yet, it only goes to the surface. It only explains the surface of that, so why we see the number. But then when you start to recognize that you not only are you seeing this number, but it also relates to something in your life or it has a deeper meaning and it's given you a sign about something and you end up seeing that come true that's when it's like whoa all right so something magical's happen here for sure happening here for sure when you see beyond what 
a 3D reality and a definition would state about something like a phenomenon like this, then you can see that perhaps something divinely planned is happening. And so when you see that repeated number, what does it make sense for you intuitively? Do you feel like it's confirmation of something? What was your last thought before you saw that number? Does it give you more clarity when it comes to that last thought? Um, Is that a sign that it's a hell yes? Or is it a sign that this moment right now is perfect where you're at for whatever reason? Or is it simply just a hello from your guides? What does that mean for you? We all have our own interpretations as again, we have our own energetic signatures. And so there are many different descriptions that are tied to each of the numbers, but in all actuality, it's all the same, yet it all can be super individualized for us. Like when I see 1111, what I do immediately is I stop and listen. A lot of people though love to make a wish for whatever reason. For me, I just feel like, oh, I'm going to stop and listen right now. And then I might feel something or experience something within that helps me in some way. And when I see 444 or 44, honestly, now it's just always confirmation. It's crazy how many times I go to the grocery store and the actual total ends in 44, or even honestly, just any sort of repeating number, but it's usually 44. I see 444 on license plates, on buildings, on the clock. <laughs> Almost every hour, I see that it's. 744, 844, So because I see it so often, that number now has actually just been more of a, hey, we're here, we gotcha. It's more like a hello or a confirmation of yes, do this, yes, get this, you are on the right path. When I see 555, which I actually just saw moments ago, and what resonates is it's reminding me that this momentum I am keeping up with is good. This is where I need to be as well. So it may be personalized, individualized for you. And a lot of times it's usually collectively the same as everyone else's. So yeah, those messages will definitely deliver you some sort of message, some sort of sign, some sort of feeling, some sort of confirmation. And that synchronicity, that magic that happens connected with the number in my heart and gut an inner knowing feels that this is more than just a surface level confirmation bias of the subconscious mind. Now this is magic and guidance. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, gratitude definitely comes through. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time um, just opening those hearts. And I think on some level I get to experience other people's heart opening or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just deep gratitude. But yeah, it's been really incredible to just witness people slowly and profoundly open up. And um, (laughs) Um, yeah, just uh, I think... We, you know, the light beings when I channeled, they were sharing about how we have so much expressive freedom and just the time that we live, we tend to be a bit more of a individualistic society. And I think it's so important to gather this way 
for me and just for all of us. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. I think it lends to people feeling really lonely and unseen and to gather in the physical. Um, yeah, I think is, I think we're, yeah, I'm honoring it, but I think we need to be careful not to miss, you know, underestimate that. So, yeah. Um, so thank you for just this opportunity and for everybody that came and everybody that's listening because we all have hearts <laughs> uh yeah my it's just my favorite thing to do to I want to remind people who they really are and I hope that I hope that I did that <laughs> thank you love you also briemelanson.com <laughs> L.C. Hendricks asks, what is the greatest lesson you learned during your last trip to Bali? Well, Lauren, I love that I, one, thank you for always connecting and DMing with me. Um, I love that I'm starting to get to know many Yomi's names and faces, and it's really cool to finally connect with all of you on a deeper level. Um, And she asks, okay, so hold up. So, you know, I just asked about, or I just answered the angel questions, and I saw 555 right before I answered those angel questions, and I was figuring out somewhat what 555 meant, and I figured maybe it's momentum, but right now, I wish I could say exactly what happened, but I just received what the message was, and I'm feeling so happy about it because I thought it was going to have to be something else. And I wasn't feeling, and that was kind of making me sad, but I was like, oh, I'll get over it. I'll let it go. I'll be totally over it one day. Um, But then I just received something that gave me confirmation that, no, it's all love and it's still all golden. So, wow. (laughs) Thank you, angels. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I could cry right now. I don't see 555 that often. I actually saw it when I lived in Hawaii. I saw it every morning. I saw 555 because I would wake up at like 445, 5 a.m. And I would always look at the clock and see it was 555. And I haven't seen 555 for a long time. Wow. All this. This is so crazy, guys. This is crazy. I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment. Okay. Let me get back on track. <laughs> so Lauren asks, what is the greatest lesson you learned during your last trip to Bali? Lauren. Okay. The greatest lesson that our presence is enough and that every single person really, truly does like every single person. There's not one person that doesn't have it, have the power within themselves to receive all of the cosmic wisdom. And again, I emphasize our presence is enough. And I say this because we feel like we need to chase something. We need to prove something. I feel like I always kind of felt, okay, I need to be this in order to be accepted. I need to have this in my life in order for people to 
think I'm worth it, think I'm worthy as a friend. But honestly, (laughs) I don't need any of that and I don't need to have any of that because I myself and my own presence is more than enough. And when I tapped into that, I actually tapped into a divine goddess energy that has been waiting for me when I was ready. And this divine goddess energy came and she came strong and... I don't really feel the need to have to prove to anybody anything because I myself am honestly just worthy, like you. (laughs) And another thing is that I don't need to focus so much on me. Instead, I honestly gain more happiness when I'm connecting with more people and doing more for the world. When we're too focused on ourselves, that can drive us insane. There's a reason why there's billions of people on this earth. And they happen to share all the same feelings and emotions and walk the same experiences yet different as you. So why not learn more of their stories? And when you meet these people, you realize their presence, no matter what they have no matter what their socioeconomic status is, what they look like, if you just feel that authentic, gentle presence, like that they're authentically them, not trying to prove anything, you know, you kind of dig them. You think they're fucking awesome. (laughs) And so that is more than enough. Balinese culture really embraces people being their authentic selves and just being honest and not really having to prove anything material-wise. That is just about being true with your soul. And so pretty much everybody that I've met is, yes, they are very in their culture, but they're also just authentically them. And so there's something magnetic about that. There are some people where you can feel that they're not really being themselves. And, you know, that's not magnetic. But most people that I meet there, it's like in their culture to not have to prove. It's just they just are them. And I love that. Where do you leave all your extra stuff when traveling? Mary Amon Earth. All right, Mary, where do I leave all my extra stuff? Well, (laughs) thank you, Mom. (laughs) I left it with my parents. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Now, so if you want to go travel, you might need one big suitcase, one good carry-on, one nice-sized backpack. I fill them all up pretty much to the brim. It depends on where I go, though. There are certain places where you just don't really need a lot, you know? But if you have a family member or a friend who's cool with you leaving all your extra stuff at their place, then do that. Or you can do what some of my friends have done and seriously just sell it all. Because, I mean, just stuff. Why do you need it? I should probably just do that, too. (laughs) That just requires a lot of time that I don't want to do, you know? Time is my currency. Ooh, I think this is a good one to end part two. I'm going to answer this one from Moonbeam Whispers. Moonbeam, you know I love you. <laughs> we, we, we chat in the DMs. Um, she writes, what are you craving to create right now? I'm craving a few things, actually. 
I'm craving to create more space that allows me more to create because there's so much I want to do and I know that I am going to do all of it in divine timing. I'm excited for the poetry book that is finally coming out, which was a long delay as I took the long scenic route. Though those poems, honestly, I, I could have had a poetry book in 2017, but you know, that delay actually taught me a lot, which I'm very thankful for. And I got to experience the depth of that procrastination. And I'm thankful to collaborate on it with Annie Tarasova, who has been on this podcast before. I'm also very excited to create what I'm going to be posting in the Your Own Magic's Soul Tribe exclusive site. I'm excited for creating more space for the retreat, creating more opportunities to meet all of you. I'm excited to create more connections with guests to come on the show and I'm craving to create, I wouldn't say create, but continuing to discover and learn more about this new goddess entity that I feel I've really, really, really tapped into with a newfound confidence that is so liberating and I just feel more me. So I'm happy to discover as I create more of how I feel. That is what I'm craving in a sense right now. (laughs) I like that question. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you, Moonbeam. I believe that's all for now. And don't forget, part three is coming for you Friday. Don't forget Breeze. She's got her 10% off for you when you type in the code MAGIC on any of her courses. You, you'll get a lot of insight. It's basically like what I've... I haven't taken ayahuasca yet, but, you know, some people get so deep with this simple breath work at home where they can have a very similar ayahuasca experience. That It's actually Breeze breath work that I got to see my guides more clearly during that experience and my grandma held me while I was bawling. This was during a time I was really, really, really low when I was living in London and that weather was definitely reflecting my mood. Of course, my soul felt like being there. It just, it's lived there before and it was like, yo, you're in this mood right now, you're in the season, we're just gonna allow the weather to reflect it. And so on one rainy evening, I did Bree's breath work and my grandma came and held me and that was a pocket of light indeed because she was she was such such a beam in my life and has had a great impact on who I am today. Also, I'm so excited about these questions. I think I want to do mini-sodes like I've had this inspiration before but I didn't fully pursue it but the inspiration actually I've been given this ping for half a year now but i just haven't followed it but i just have this inner knowing that i need to do at least many episodes answering questions for whatever reason and so i'm gonna post those out randomly because i don't want to have a set day monday i've got a rhythm with that i've got a rhythm with that but those will be posted my mini episodes will be posted randomly when i feel the spark of inspiration i'm not going to force it i'm not going to schedule things anything in because that's how I flow that's how I thrive 
and I'm gonna honor that rhythm of myself instead of having to feel like I need to create schedules. Like that's not part of my energetic signature. That's not part of who I am. That's not part of what I align with most or actually how I create the most magic. My magic, if it's scheduled, it's not as great unless the podcast is just a different story. It will be random, so if you wanna subscribe, you will always get notified whenever those come out <laughs> at random. All right, well, much love for you. Light in me, honors the light in you. Jaima, Jaima. <laughs> All the goodbyes, <laughs> but it's never goodbye. I'll see you Friday. And until then, have a magical day. <laughs>